there's a hunger inside all of us. This longing to awaken our truest selves. This hunger to feel truly free. This desire for love, truth, and freedom has driven us to never stop searching. We are a family. These are our stories, our questions, and our passions. So welcome to the conversation. Welcome to somewhere in the in-between. Hey everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Hello. the podcast. Yes. Or maybe not welcome back. Maybe welcome for the first time. Yes, that's true. Uh, today we are talking about something that we are all extremely passionate about, I feel. And that is the topic of gratitude. And I feel like that's a word that's just really... It's kind of thrown around a lot. Oh, yeah. Around, like, be grateful. I be almost grateful. hate using that word sometimes. I do, sometimes. too. It's yeah. a little bit, right. like, I get yeah. a little bit on edge. It's a little like, cringy for me. I'm like, oh, and, pa- and positivity. And, yes. Yeah. Because even yeah. I feel like if I heard an intro like that, I'd be like, probably yes. turn off. Yeah. Like, I, yes. I know that's funny. Like, yeah. but I think I'd be like, Maybe yeah. we shouldn't name it even about gratitude. Maybe we right. should, like, hide the name, you right. know? Right. It's like, it's like sneaking the, <laughs> the supplement into the piece of cheese <laughs> <Yes>. for the dog. <laughs> Like when you're sneaking something in, crushing up aspirin exactly, and yogurt. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, no, but like for us, so just to dive into like what gratitude, what we mean by that. It's yes. not simply the, well, everything's going bad, but just ignore it and be grateful. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I don't know. It's not like, about delusion. No. It's not about like, no. it's not about oh, ignoring la, 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 what's la, la. really going on yes. in yeah. your life or around you. Because I think... Yeah that's probably where that feeling comes up in all of us is because it has been, well, just be grateful, be thankful. Well, because think of how many times even growing up or even like talking to people, if you're like dealing with your pain or like talking about a story and someone will just be like, be grateful. You have so much <laughs> yes. to be grateful. Hey, you're not yeah. like that. That Let me tell you a story of a person who's really in pain yes. and your life doesn't it look like It actually negates your pain. Oh my gosh. It's almost like people use it to dismiss the pain you're currently in. Yes. But for us, what we're trying to do and even presenting it today is showing how gratitude can be an anchor in life, not an excuse to dismiss what's going on and also not to go the other way. Because as we're talking about our journeys of healing and, you know, when you go in and do the deep work, when you're going in to do the the harder, like looking at the harder things in your life and the more difficult emotions and even the painful places, it's like gratitude I've found when used properly is an amazing balancer in life. It's like an anchor. Yeah, It is. It's very grounding. It is very much so. And so we're not using gratitude as a blanket to cover anything. And even in our other, you know, episodes, we're not just talking about all the deep stuff there. This, this here gratitude is what allows us to do the work without getting lost in it. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah, because the way I view like even the deep dive into wounds and pain and trauma, I always feel like it's like this, like the this dark, you know, like when you're a kid and you're seeing, watching a movie or reading a book and it's like always like the ominous dark woods, you know, yeah. and like an old story. Like that to me is what the initial deep dive into your, into past pains or yeah. whatever feels like. And so often you look at it you can look at it in the beginning and be like, oh my gosh, if I step into that, I'm going to get lost there. I'm right. never going to find my way out. Right. I, I'm just going to float away and be stuck in this darkness forever. Yeah. You're going to be lost in the woods. And to me, and I feel like for all of us, as we've talked over the years, gratitude is is 
kind of becomes this one, this grounding tool, but also kind of the true north that helps you know this is a season. These this yeah. dark, scary these dark, scary woods, it's it's a moment in time. And gratitude's like I always feel like it's pulling my heart through the dark woods instead of making me feel like mm. I'm gonna be lost here forever. Right. And simply allowing like me to not feel like yeah, like I'm going to get lost there. So it's simply, to me, it's a tool. Um, It's not a blanket statement to ignore your pain and move on. Right. Which it has been abused. To me, the concept of gratitude has been very abused. I think the the majority of it that I've seen has been abused. Yeah. Is that it is used in that like just the the positivity uh, message of just like, oh, come on, you have to, like we were saying earlier. And I think even what you were saying with, the groundedness it's almost like the idea of uh trying to jump a car when you haven't grounded the the other you know clamp and you just lock into something whether it's the pain or the you know any situation without grounding you are literally sending your your system even into overdrive potentially or even (laughs) to die (laughs) You know, but this, yeah, and and that's where this this work can look really scary, and it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And if you don't have an anchor like this, yes. that is ground, literally grounding yeah. you. Um, I think it's it it shouldn't be done without it. Oh, hundred And and I think that there's something that um, I don't know. It's very important. Well, it's it's what you just said. Trying to look at an issue. So say you're always noticing. It's like we like we said, being a student of yourself. Say you're always noticing. You know, like for me, it was like growing up. Like man, I these amazing parents and I'm raising a good home, but I have insane amounts. I had insane amounts of self hatred. Mm-hmm. Where was that coming from? Where was so you know you just try to okay be grateful or just ignore it or whatever. When I was finally ready to do the deep dive into like, I'm going to face it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to, I'm going to walk into the scary woods and I'm going to go there. Gratitude for me actually helped me not to get lost because a lot of times you can get tunnel vision. A lot of times you can be so consumed with, okay, if I'm finally going to look at my pain of self-hatred, I had to acknowledge some traumas that had happened to me at a very young age. So then I could have gotten tunnel vision in the trauma and, and then been lost there forever. Well, that's what that's what trauma does. Like when you're in fight or flight, you really actually literally do go into tunnel vision. So you your body, it's, yeah, so that's how you survive is you can't go, you, you're not, you're, you're actual like, ears shut down your vision shuts down to only single focus onto what that one area is because fight or flight is telling your brain run away you're in danger correct yeah you're being chased by a tiger so so the reality is once i locked into i'm gonna deal with this old trauma i'm gonna dive into old memories i'm gonna finally deal with what i am feeling through sessions kept coming up as the root of my Mm self-hatred and and it's true. Like, it's it's so easy to go, oh, oh, this is me forever. Right. And now I, you, it's so easy to lose sight of any good in your life. Yeah. Suddenly that becomes the only picture you see. You don't see the good. You don't see all the good that did happen in your life. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to forget yeah. all the love I did have, all the, all the good things I did have. And for me, doing a practice, a daily, multiple times a day practice of um 
For me, it was, uh, and I guess I'll just dive into it. Yeah. For me, when I was diving into, uh, say specifically that feeling of self-hatred and just misery. I was just miserable in that area. And it wasn't everywhere. You just see it kind of sneak up different yeah. in different times. But it was a pattern. It was a big pattern. And I started doing this thing where I had gotten tunnel vision big time. Yeah. And I had noticed it had gone on for a while without me fully being conscious of it. And I just started noticing I was getting more and more negative and more and more like everything's awful and and everyone's against me. And and even I, I started getting really angry at even God and started being like, he he's, you know, he's this jerk in the sky who doesn't even care about <laughs> me. And like, he's never, and so you, so you start writing the new narrative to your past. Yeah, so yeah. then I started narrating yeah. each year going back. Oh, and that year he didn't care for me either. Right. And oh, and then that year my parents didn't care about me. And you start re-narrating your life story based on this thing that just starts taking over all your memories. Mm -hmm. And I started noticing I had such bad tunnel vision that I no longer felt I had any access to even, you know, for me when I'd, I'd go and try to pray or go and try to do anything, it was like silence. It was like I started noticing one day, it was just the ceiling, it was, it was this dark wall, there was nothing there. And I was so angry and so upset and just like, forget it, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know, burn the bridge and walk away. And you just, you know, there's this temptation to yeah. just move on. And I remember one day going, how either I'm going to fully detach because this is getting so painful and I don't know how this got away from me or I somehow have to start taking steps back to figure out how I got here. And I, I thought one day like, oh, okay, what if I just take every day and start trying to pay attention to something I could be grateful for. If I could bring back the the narrative that there are good things in my life. And literally the first like week I was so I was just really angry about it. And I was like, there's nothing. I can't point out one thing that's even good, you know, because I had so sure. much tunnel vision. And and also, how was that narrative serving you in wanting to feel not powerful yeah. like we have to think of those narratives sometimes when we hold on to that negative narrative I've noticed that for me when I'm fe feeling powerless I keep the narrative of being powerless because it feeds something in well, me it to stay powerless a little bit good to throw myself a right few month long pity parties we like pity parties yeah. and I think we have to look at how that narrative is serving and us. like if I'm going real deep to be honest I actually thought it would be kind of nice to like punish the people around me and even punish God right like you think I'm going to be grateful heck no I'm going to be miserable yeah. Like serves you right, man. Yeah. Had you wanted me to be happy, you would have fixed these situations. Totally. Oh, and I was throwing this absolutely. little or like self-righteous right. pity party thinking that <laughs> that'll show him. <laughs> like we think we'll hold other people hostage to right. like right. what we need when really we're the only ones who need to do the work absolutely. and then things around us will evidently change or they won't change and we won't care anymore right. because right. we've changed. Yes. I know. So oh, I, 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 I had a whole lot of things going on in that <laughs> yeah. season. And I, I finally each day was like, I can't find it. I literally was like, I can't find one thing to be grateful for because I had let this thing run away from me for so long. I, well, guys, I like, created that I could pathway. not think of one thing. I'm not like actually making that up. Wow. I actually couldn't find one thing to be grateful for. 
And so I sat there and thought and thought and thought. And one day I turned around and I, I looked at my bedroom set. I love my bedroom set. And I turned around and I was like, okay, I've always wanted, this was my dream bedroom set. You know, I got it years ago and it felt so stupid, but I was like, I could be grateful for this bedroom set that I, I could be grateful for that. And I spent a month every day because I couldn't think of anything else every day. I'd be like, I'm grateful for my bed. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm grateful for my bedroom set and you know, definitely without a good attitude, but I, I just kept thinking I'm so I didn't want to be there anymore. I found this little choice in my brain that just went, but I don't want to be so miserable. Mm-hmm. And so after that, then like probably after like two or three, I, I kid you not, like two or three weeks of that, I found something else little. But it was mostly things I would have to kind of scan my house or my life and just kind of go, oh, oh, okay, I'm grateful. And little by little, it started to get me out of fight or flight and it started getting me out of tunnel vision and regrounding me because the pain had really ungrounded me and it mm-hmm. ungrounded me very, very quickly without me even consciously right. realizing mm-hmm. that it had swept me away into uh, a storyline of self-pity and, and life is horrible and nothing good has ever right. happened to me. Mm-hmm. And gratitude was the only thing, a practice of gratitude became the only thing that got me back on track so that I could re-dive into those yeah. memories, re-dive into my pain and stay grounded yeah. this mm-hmm. time without it sweeping me away. Right. Yeah. And for me, that that was huge for me. Right. And it right. still is huge for me. I practice gratitude almost daily. It's a little bit easier now. I think now that I've been, when you're in a practice a lot, you don't also have to so you have, Yeah, you're more in a habit now yeah. of it. You but know? the other thing is too, just scientifically, like, because I know a lot of times we're talking about the spiritual emotional aspect. Yeah. Gratitude has a lot of scientific mm-hmm. benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing about, I'm, I'm reading it off the computer, so that's why I'm looking over here. Um, <laughs> so we, I had to write this down because I'm, I'm not a scientist. She's not a Sarah <laughs> not Barlow. A I'm not a scientist who I does experiments. I definitely thought you were. On humans and lab rats. <laughs> So you looked at Alyssa when you said lab rat. I know that so. was so offensive. <laughs> you were the human, and I was human. the lab rat. <laughs> yes, but I'm great. Hold on. But if you I look at the two, that rats can be adorable. <laughs> well, I was thinking like, and who likes oh cheese a lot? <laughs> I like vegan cheese. Okay, calm down, you <laughs> vegan rat. <laughs> I am grateful. <laughs> Look at this practice. Look at it. Oh, we're we're like living it out. Actually, if you could cause some trauma right now, <laughs> yeah, we're going to give I, a live example. Okay. <laughs> All right. I really should have come with like better zingers. You just kidding. Okay. Well, even rats pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. So when we express gratitude, our brain actually releases dopamine and serotonin which are two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions. It actually enhances our mood immediately. So even in gratitude, our brain is releasing the chemicals to actually make us happier. But the other thing is we cannot focus on positive and negative information at the same time. And when we're 
looking at positive things, we're actually creating new pathways in our brain, mm -hmm. which is why at first we literally have to create that pathway. Yes. When you're creating anything in life, when you're creating yeah. something, it takes a Again, lot. it's the same as building muscle. It if is. It's not there. Yeah. It's not there in the beginning. So when you start lifting no. weights, it's excruciating. Right. You feel like I can't get through yes. another day of this. Right. So when we're negative all the time, if we're always thinking, if we're being anxious, which I understand because I've dealt with anxiety, if all we're doing is going, oh my gosh, this is going to happen. Oh my gosh, we're creating a pathway. Mm -hmm. And so that pathway gets to be a very easy road that we are used to traveling on. Mm -hmm. So that's our new normal. Our new normal is the anxiety. Our new normal is thinking of the negative. Because didn't you say 95% of our responses are coming from the subconscious? Yes. So yes. if that pathway becomes habitual, right. yeah. if the pathway of negativity yes. is a habit yes. that we have invested in that habit, because yeah. we invest in every habit, so then we are constantly coming from a subconscious place yep. at that point right. and walking that path every morning, every day, and every evening without yeah. even realizing yeah, it at that point. keep bringing in the same yeah. life, yeah. basically, or we, the same habits yeah. as yeah, negativity as, um, as we have every other day. Yeah. But I think, I think with that, though, uh, with the, um, this programming of that, that 95% and even this, this being a habit, I do... Before I click into gratitude, I still always acknowledge that feeling. Mm, I yeah. still say, okay, whether it's whatever it may be, rejection or something, and I say, okay, I feel rejection. I'm going to still feel it throughout my whole body. Yeah. I'm still going to acknowledge it. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be grateful that I can recognize it. Yes. And I can still say, you know what? I'm thankful even for this situation that's happening right now to show me wow. that this is going on in my body. Yeah. And so I'm not going to push it away. I'm actually kind of integrating gratefulness within the emotion. Yes. And so then it actually doesn't have a hold on you. I was going to say, yeah. because then that negative emotion of feeling yeah. rejection, yeah. you're actually not going to become rejectable mm -hmm. or rejection. You're not going to like carry it with you. You can notice it, but gratitude gives perspective. Right, yeah. right. So you're able to be grateful that yeah. you noticed that you were feeling that way. It yeah. almost, like I feel the more I was even studying about it and the more we've been talking about it, it's so powerful mm -hmm. and it's actually even the fact that we can retrain our minds oh scientifically we can create new pathways do we understand the power that we have right. as human beings of the power that we have of going I don't have to think that thought I don't have to feel that way I don't have I have control over these things in my life and I just have been in awe of the actual beautiful power that we have right to right. change things and make mm -hmm. things beautiful and to face pain but feel gratitude to be in relationships where people are bringing things up in you but to be grateful for them that they're bringing things up in you right. and not writing them off like it's yeah. it gratitude makes this process so beautiful right yeah and i love it it's really true well i think even what you were saying sarah like for me um Again, I've been in a situation the last few years of just the most intense rejection of my life. And, um, you know, kind of the same thing. I felt, you know, we're always at a crossroad. Do I look at that thing and either just go, well, I'm grateful it's not as bad as that person's story. Do I look at that situation and go, well, I'm just going to give myself to the negative thoughts and negative emotions and, and feel extremely powerful, powerless and let it yeah. sweep me away. Or... 
do I introduce gratitude into this place of pain? Mm -hmm. And what would that look like? What does that even look like to introduce gratitude? And so one day I was laying there meditating, going, okay, I've been doing all these sessions and, you know, doing all this inner work with people and these different healers, but I needed to bring in a practice in my everyday of, of how I could view this thing. So I was laying there and, you know, I do the thing where I turn on the music and left hand on my stomach, right hand on my heart, and I'm breathing in and I'm thinking, I have to view this situation differently. So I collected all the rejection that's coming at me right now. Like I just collected, I mean, visually, I'm a very visual person. So I like to kind of see, I like to see my inner healing unfold. Like I would be watching a movie, right? So I'm very dramatic. So I play like cinematic music and picture it like a movie. So, um, I see this thing and the only way to describe what I feel is it's like this swirling, uh, dark, massive tornado and the the tornado to me is takes up my entire vision like it it goes like past the frames right past the sides like it's huge and that means to me it feels like it's uncontrolled I can't control it I can't change it I can't fix it and it feels like it could it could destroy me if if I would get swept up by it so I'm looking at this thing and listening to music and just in a state of meditation and I was like what I gotta change how I view this and I've got to learn to bring in gratitude and I saw me walking up to this tornado and I put my arms around it and I hugged it. And I was like, thank you for expanding my love walk. Mm-hmm. And I realized in that moment that the thing that this rejection is bringing me is an understanding of love and forgiveness I've yeah. never been required to access. Yeah, absolutely. And it's opened my heart to the fact that I thought I was the most loving person. Sure. <laughs> and I realized I'm not. I realized yeah. there are massive boundary lines to how much love I had for people. Yeah. And this storm is expanding my heart. It's expanding my ability to love people who have turned their backs on me, who have rejected me, who have condemned me in ways I never thought was possible from people that said they loved me. And it's amazing that that is now something I've been doing for about two and a half years now, three years, especially when I feel I'm hitting a new layer of my need for healing, my need to go through something. I will lay there and I will meditate on the storm and I will go thank it for what it is about to expand in me. And in that moment, I have to tell you, it's like what you said, Lauren, I, I feel that I remember I'm powerful. Yes. And it, it, it grounds me and I feel like, oh my gosh, no, I cannot control the storm, but I can control my response. Right. I can change me. And I'm emerging from this season, a stronger, more confident version of myself than I've ever been. Yeah. And so for that, I can thank the storm. Right. Well, because in that practice, you actually, in that gratitude, you're bringing yourself into the present. Versus you're not, you're not living in this, all this stuff that has happened or is happening, you know, you're bringing yourself into the truth right then and there, which is that you can look at all these things that are happening and, and with gratitude, see what, how it's transforming you, how it's growing you and all that. But you, it's actually, you can't, when you're in that ruminating fight or flight place you know that can overtake you and and it's that's why 
people get depressed or they get swept away or whatever, but that gratitude brings you into that actual present moment. And that's and, interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so to pause there for a minute. So when I'm processing all the pain, right? The pain of the past. Mm -hmm. So you're saying like subconsciously now we're just living in the mess of all that pain. Yes. So we actually aren't present. Right. And then in that pain, we're probably again, like what we even said before, then we're, we're gearing up and predicting and our predicting future. Predicting the future. Yeah. Predicting that so it's going to be the exact same thing. So brings you to the present. Yeah. Which is the only place I believe we actually have power. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I don't have power in the future. No. I don't have power yeah. in the past. Exactly. So right now is where my strength is. Yes. Right now is where I have control of my narrative of what's going to happen, of how I perceive something, how I process something. So until we remove the narrative from the past and the, and, and the future and just get in the present, we don't have power. Mm -hmm. But I believe that gratitude is what brings us into the present. It is. It actually scientifically shows that it is. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. Didn't so, you read a study? You were reading me a study this morning about two different groups of people had to journal. Yes. And so I, no, I'll see if I remember yeah. it, but one of the, they were kind of dealing with anxiety. They were dealing with depression. They were dealing with a lot of different things. And one group of people was, um, they were, had to keep a gratitude journal, which is just, you know, not just like, I'm thankful for this. You actually have to like deep dive into the gratitude. It's like, I can't just be like, I like my sister. Mm. I have to be like, no, today, more. Say more you know, it's going to be like, go ahead. Well, no, it's even like it, the difference is probably feeling it in your body yes. or the, the full expression or yeah, the, the full bodily feeling of that. Right. Because yeah. then they're like, you can't just be like, like I said, like, I can't just be like, I love Alyssa or I'm grateful for Alyssa. I have to be like, today I was really struggling and Alyssa saw that I was struggling and then she brought me a meal. Cookies. cookies. We'll say cookies. cookies. I would have baked you cookies. You would have made me cookies. Yeah. And then you almost, you go off on a tangent of like, this is all that she did for me. And it made me feel so seen and so loved. And so when you keep a gratitude journal, that's how you have to do it. You can't just be like, I'm thankful for this. It's like the narrative, the yeah. story. And so then the other group of people in this study had to just say, keep a journal of what they were actually feeling. Keep a journal of the thing, you know, like actually like I'm really angry about this or I was triggered today in this. And the people that strictly focused on the negative, they actually physically did not heal as quickly as the people. And you said they didn't have as much drive or passion. Enthusiasm. For life. Right. Compassion. Everything as the people that still were going through healing, but saw gratitude in the healing. Mm -hmm. But if you're just focused on the negative, you're actually, if you focus on gratitude while you're healing, they're saying that they see results that you can actually heal quicker yes. and get out of these things a little bit more quicker than quickly than the people that are just seeing negative and but that's hard because it's so easy to just see the negative when you're in pain oh, my gosh. oh absolutely it's easy to get bitter yeah. or it's, when you feel like a situation's happening that is so far outside of your control right that it almost feels like a betrayal of yourself to find something to be grateful for for that yeah. person oh, absolutely it actually feels like a betrayal like if i would actually sit for a minute and be grateful about something with that person that in my storyline has to be the villain or has to be the bad guy, I feel like right. I'm actually betraying the narrative to my own story. Yes. Yeah. And so wow, everything yeah, in you goes so, so into fight or flight mm -hmm. because you're like, I can't say, I can't do that. They have to be the villain. And you can't say something nice about the villain. Right. And so that, 
that part is then it, but then it keeps you in a cycle of negativity really only affects you. I mean, it's miserable yeah. for the people around you. But. So again, going, going back to the fight or flight, if you are instead retraining your mind that because the we're as humans now we create so many things into this fight or flight even though we're not actually going to die from it you know which is the our body does think that we are going to and that's why we get these you know instinctual uh bodily things that click and uh go into play but if we can reprogram with gratitude to see the tiger not as a tiger (laughs) yeah right so then you're actually not it's if you can look at it with gratitude and say you know what this is horrible but i am going to see it for what it is and that it is bringing up such beauty in me and such uh the things that have needed that i've needed to to change in my life it's bringing it up so you know what actually tiger thank you yes and so it it it's not gonna uh the next time it happens that's still you know there's still things that might be triggering but the trigger can slowly go away right because you're actually retraining what that what that that uh attacker really is and that it's because not that when you're just seeing something like you said like if it's how can you say something good about the villain of your story? Mm-hmm. How can you find something to be grateful yeah. about the person that you feel? Because one, I go, if I find something that I'm grateful for about this person, then that means they're off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. And then that means they're never going to have to apologize to me and all of this stuff and know how they made me feel and all of this stuff. But if I look at someone that I believe has hurt me, and I, I find something, even something, not even about the situation, something about them that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. I've found in my personal life, when I've used gratitude as a tool in my life, especially in relationship situations, in just the deep dive of healing, it has saved me from becoming very bitter. Yeah, I was going to say the resentfulness. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. when things are difficult, when the world around us feels out of control, when these things happen, it's so easy to quickly feel powerless and to become bitter about situations in life that feel out of our control. But when I found that I find something in either a person, a system, a group of people, anything that I can be grateful for, that I can see the good, or even like you said, what are you bringing up in me? I'm, I'm grateful for you that you have been something in my life that has brought something out in me that I can look at. I find that I'm more quick now to lead with compassion or I get there quicker than if I always am looking at someone in a negative way. Even I'll even notice till this day, if I'm in a conversation with someone and they're telling me something that, you know, kind of, you know, those conversations you have where someone just kind of tells you what they were thinking about your life or something and it catches and you're like, why would you say that to me? It hurts. And then all of a sudden you start having this narrative in your mind of going oh my gosh why are they saying that about me how could they oh my be gosh, so mean are they a bad person are they bad why do are, i need what to start saying that they're toxic to be around right and then do i need to put a wall up do i need to do all this stuff and then all of a sudden i'll notice because i've created gratitude as a new pathway in my mind i'll go what do i love about this person mm. and instead of this wall shooting up i go you know what 
remember that one time that they did this for me and it made me feel so loved. So in that then you actually are helping yourself because you potentially are not uh, causing yourself to hurt as much because then you can see what is the real perspective of this whole thing. So healing. And then also, you know what? Maybe they're just... Yeah. Maybe they're just having a bad day and that's yeah. why they would say that to me. So you can you can sort it better. And then I'll actually be able to see, do I need to say something? Yes. Yeah. Or do I need to give them grace? Mm-hmm. And gratitude has given me that perspective a lot with people. And even like Lissa said, we're we're going through a lot of emotional pain right now, relationally, with some people in our life. And like I said, gratitude has helped me not be bitter. Because bitterness sets in quickly when and you f- bitterness does not ever will not ever lead you to healing. Mm-hmm. No, it you will not. You cannot be on the path of bitterness and find your healing. Right. right. You're gonna need a different path. And now I look at this situation because I have practiced gratitude, and I'm like, I can't believe that I've I've had the gift to live through a situation like this because I believe it is. I have allowed it to help me be the best version of myself so far because I have looked at what it's done. And at moments I thought I wasn't going to come back from this. This is it. This is where I die. I thought this This is the one that would take me down. You know, we've, I mean, it's been pain and tears and lots of deep, deep, deep sadness, but I didn't let it take me down because I chose to see, you know what? Gratitude also lets you see the part that you've played. Because if it's just all one-sided, it's all this, it's all them. But if I start thinking towards them with loving thoughts and what I'm grateful for them, then I I can see it with perspective. That's so true. And see the part that I've played. Mm -hmm. And I can take ownership. And when I start taking ownership for me and gratitude, once again, that's where my power is. Mm -hmm. That's when I'm no longer powerless. I have power in those places, even in pain, even when you feel the world's against you when you find the part that you played because of gratitude, that's where your power is. And that's, it's been, I feel like gratitude has revolutionized so much of this. And that's why I feel this situation, talking about the deep work, it energizes us because we do have a lot of perspective. We're not swept away by the sadness and all that stuff. And we are creating those pathways of gratitude and love while looking at the pain. And I just think it's a very powerful place to live. Well, I was even thinking as you were talking, you know, one of the first things I feel people dive into in their journey of healing is the pain from our past, the pain from our childhood. And I I see so often that it's, it's become a bit more popular to make your parents the, it's a, it's a very black and white story. They are the villain of the story. We put everything on them and we walk away. Yep. We were the, we were the powerless little victims. They were the problem. Bye-bye. And now I'm going to go heal. And if my parents were perfect, yes. then I would have been yes. perfect and not had any problems. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> um, but I feel, you know, again, ama- we have amazing parents. Do you know how many sessions I still had to do because perception okay. is my reality? Yep. And guess what world we are not raised by perfect humans Mm -hmm. like if we we put this scary if we were right also we'd be really weak if we were right we put this as adults sometimes so often when we start the deep dive we think it's going to be easier if we blame everything on them or if we don't put you know it's again it's perspective because we still do have to acknowledge we were raised by 
by people in process. Most of our parents were like 20 years old when they were having. Can you imagine me at 20 oh raising children? My kids would all be in therapy right now. I'm already worried right at now. my age having kids. My I'm gonna, gosh. I'm going to mess them up. I know it. I'm Actually, already parents, like money away for their therapy my, fund. Yes, like there's exactly. just. Parents would always come to my parents when they were raising us. And they'd always be like, what is your number one recommendation for raising kids? And they'd be like, start saving up now for therapy. <laughs> like because we are imperfect humans. No matter how trying, hard you try. Right. Right. I, it's you know, not gonna they are people in process yeah. in the process of their undoing their children having children yeah. Yeah. and so I learned early on gratitude was my best tool for grounding so that I didn't bomb my relationships with my parents or my family members mm-hmm. as I was journeying in my journey of healing because a lot of old pain is going to be brought up and again it's so easy to get tunnel vision and be like oh my gosh that's where that came from that memory or the lack of what they were able to give to me in that area and so instead of blaming gratitude I would I would so say I was doing a lot those few months on um on father wounds right and and I would spend a lot more time in that season finding little stories from when I was yeah. a kid of where my dad really shone, like where where he was like amazing. And I would anchor into those places so that I could heal yes. any places where I had pain from being raised by an imperfect father yeah. and being raised by an imperfect mother. And I my and kids will imperfect have to do the same. Siblings. Yeah. Right? And my kids will all have to do the same. They yes. will have to heal from me. Right. Well, and I think I think a big thing that I do too uh what you were saying, I, I like the looking at those different memories. Uh, I also look at my parents as kids. Right. You know, that's huge. and that's the thing that like, it's like, oh, well, their parents, you know, like they have certain things that they had to deal with. And then their parents, parents, right. you know, it's just you if you keep going down, you're like, oh, wait a second. Once you again, know, you're you, leading with compassion. Yes, exactly. You're going. Yeah. It is compassion, and compassion has to be so huge in this. But do you yeah. realize cycle. when you remember their their past, you rehumanize them? Yes, exactly. So it actually exactly. takes away the narrative yeah. that they're the villain of your story. Right. They become just another human in your story again. Yeah. Because when someone stays a human in your story, yeah. they're always worthy of compassion and wow. love, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right. When they're the villain you can keep giving them rejection and you never feel guilty about... Well, you actually feel powerful when you do because they're yeah. the bad guy. Yeah. yeah right. And so, so when you consider their story, like if... So say you're healing from stuff from your parents. So say you're going into that. I actually would recommend people sit down with their parents and be like... Um, and, and don't do it like, I'm healing from you. Talk to me about your past so I can remember you're not the bad guy. Right. Like sit down and have conversations and be like, tell me about your dad. Tell me about your mom. You know, what was your relationship like? Did you feel loved? Did you feel... Start to observe their language. Start to observe their story. Because what you'll find out is so many things that I was able to heal from, from my siblings or... I mean, my gosh, I think Lauren and I have done sessions about our perception even. Of course. Because we're not perfect siblings. Your perception of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like when Lauren did this, it it caused me to feel rejected when we were kids. Well, that's totally on you because I am perfect. Right, exactly. (laughs) You're going to need to deal with that. But, you know, so often when you remember, I don't know, their story and, and then you can dive into your own... 
a lot of times it was like, oh, you know, well, they, they weren't able to give me this. They weren't able to give me compassion. Or this sibling can't give me compassion. But when you allow yourself to see their pain, mm-hmm. the wounds of their past, right. and then I look and go, wow, I really want compassion from them. And I can click into, I'm going to treat someone the way I want to be treated. And so then I can click into that of going, I'm going to bring a little bit more compassion to this relationship. I'm going to begin to lead, because again, once I'm grounded in gratitude, once I have the perspective that we're all humans, all in pain, I'm able to lead in compassion. I'm able to lead in forgiveness. I'm able to begin to flow into even a broken relationship what I would like to see begin to grow and flourish. And I don't need to put the demand on them to create it. I can create it because I'm powerful. And it starts even with turning that emotion inwards first to yourself. Oh, gosh, yeah. All of those things yes. that you're first going to show outwardly, it's it's even more so showing it first of all to yourself. Because too. you can't authentically keep giving to others what you refuse yes. to give to yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because if you're hoping yeah. to get it from somebody else and then you'll finally feel it, you know, yeah. but is that why we hold people hostage to right. those things? Exactly, because we're not giving it to ourselves right. first. Right, mm-hmm. right, and so exactly. even gratitude for ourselves. Yeah. Maybe that's the first step. Right, maybe loving ourselves first, yeah. gratitude for ourselves, and then the people in right. our circle. Right, and even going back to the parental thing, I think there are a lot of people that don't have that kind of connection with their parents. We know a lot of people yeah. that have done this healing journey that their parents would never talk to them about anything, yeah. and actually completely pretend like nothing did happen yeah. in their yeah. past. Yeah. They might even but, be gaslighting you yeah. as you're going through your that's, healing. I've seen a lot of yeah. that. But what I love about those people in my life is they still find that something to be grateful for and that allows them to heal mm-hmm. without yeah. making their parents the villains of all time, yeah. even though they easily could be. Right. And Absolutely. so it's like that to me, when I see that in my friends or people's lives, when they go, no, 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 I know that happened to me but I'm going to choose to go, but I wonder what their childhood was like. I wonder what happened to them when they were kids because you give what you've been given, you know? And so, but it's the people that go, but I'm going to change the narrative. I'm going to change it for me. I'm going to do it a little bit better. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm not going to punish you for being less than what I needed. I'm going to learn how to cultivate it for myself. Yeah. So I can take the demand off of you to be everything I need. Yeah. I can I can do that. Yeah. Well, I I think uh one of the times that me and my mom ever got into like a a bigger uh fight, I was so angry. And it was so funny cuz it was like in that s- split moment for some reason I, I cuz I was in full, you know, fight or flight fight whatever. Or flight, yeah. But something came over me and it wasn't I don't know if it was a conscious choice or what but I just pictured her and realized oh literally what just happened here has been her whole timeline has been her whole story so as much as that hurt me in that moment I started bawling my eyes out right there right there in that moment and my entire like posture changed I was like oh wait a second like yes this hurt in the moment She's dealt with this for a long time. And so so to have instead, like to realize a lot of the things that these people are, you know, like the situations that you're pushing up against yeah. with different people is just what's going on and has been going on with them for a while yeah. or their whole lives, yeah. you know. And so wow. 
so in that, I think there is this perspective. And, and for me, in going through the different levels of healing, I've had to go back to my parents, not had to, but I've gone back to my parents because they still have younger kids. And so sometimes I'll be like, well, I learned this. I had to go to a, you know, a session for this. And like, you know, maybe with the younger girls, like whatever. And they're so open and they're so yes. teachable. Yeah, they're incredible. so sweet about it. It's they amazing. So they're like, they have the you, most. Though. Yeah. Their, their hearts. The they do. They really do. Lives. Yeah. But they, you know, they've come to me a few times and just been like, hey, I'm so sorry that this like happened or whatever. And I'm like, let me just tell you something. And I've said this a couple of times to them, like, thank you for literally everything, for everything. Because where I'm at right now in my life, I am so thankful for where I'm at. Yeah. I'm literally so- tearing up. That's like the <laughs> sweetest thing I've ever heard. Oh, I'm going to cry now It's too. so sweet. But, um, yeah. Do you know how much that but, probably meant to them? Yeah. That's yeah. so sweet. But, but to... I'm going to call my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, but, call well, someone you love. <laughs> First tears on the podcast. Oh, right? and we I'm surprised it didn't happen. The first know, one being all ladies here. We knew yeah. it would be me, though. We knew. I, I think even on our Instagram, mindset, oh yeah, cries a cries lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. but um, but I just said one less thing to happen, and I wouldn't be where I am at today. Yeah. One slight diversion. Yeah. You know, every single thing that has happened in my life has led me to where I'm at today. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to literally every single person that's hurt me, every situation that's hurt me, um, for every accident, all of them, every single thing. Mm -hmm. And so to, to now be able to look at everything as a gift is then gives you perspective then for the future things that happen to then be able to look at it and be like, well, I've gone through this. But then you can see that all this other stuff that you have survived, you then can look at what's coming up in the future and being like, you know what? Okay, I can be grateful for even this because I've this all I've I've been able to transform into gold. And 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 so in that you know, here, I guess I'll have to turn, turn, I'll be richer now. Well, I have more gold. <laughs> it's almost like we live in the mindset that we have to judge and destroy anyone who's brought resistance into our life. Right. And we live in this mindset of like, well, now I'm going to reject you because you were the person that, that brought resistance. Mm-hmm. How are muscles going to be built any other way? Right. Right. That's like living in the narrative of like, we always talk about like working out, but like of being like, I want to be super fit and super muscular, but I'm going to be so pissed off at any bit of weights that I have to lift. Right. And it's like, how do you think it's going to happen? Right. And, and right. what you did and what you've done. And I feel like what we've done yeah. with our family and with our parents and our friends and ourselves is to learn to be grateful for the resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To learn to be grateful for the for the strong opposing wind that fl- that was the only way that our, the sails could mm-hmm. could work. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I think so often if we have the mindset that life has to be easy, love needs to feel convenient. No one needs to hit up against who I am. You need to yep. agree with me at all times. Yep. You need to manage me, and those are the only people I'm surrounded by. Well. Y- I bet you're probably a pretty weak person. Yeah. Well, with the the working out example, I something I thought of a few days ago was we are all given weights. Yeah. 
doesn't we can't avoid it. We're yep. given those those that resistance. So we can either walk around like a scrawny, yeah. very weak person with like 50 to 100 pound, you know, weights yeah. that we're carrying and everyone can see that we're carrying we're just them, dragging, dragging them. them, you know, like in misery. In mi- yeah, exactly. Self-pity. Or we can literally use them to get stronger and all of a sudden they could look like little toothpicks in our hand, you know, that, that it's just, it's not a thing anymore. And so it's not, it doesn't have that hold. And you could begin to acknowledge, wow, this 50 pound weight. Oh, that was from, that was from that person. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of grateful. Yeah. Look, look at my muscles. Exactly. And then that little hundred pound weight. Oh, that was from that, that moment from my past. Mm -hmm. And I don't like the mindset of like, oh, I'm so grateful. There was, I, I'm just, Sometimes I hear it get out of balance of just like, I'm so grateful I was abused. Like there are so many things where you got it. There's a fine line Mm -hmm. between I'm grateful for what was uh, strengthened in me through the trauma. Exactly. But I don't sit there. There are certain traumas in my past. Mm -hmm. I do not sit there because they're they're evil. Right. They're evil. I'm not going to sit there with something that's literally (laughs) to me like from hell. Yes. And, and and just be like, oh, again, I don't want to swing the other way. Absolutely. There's balance there was in balance everything. There's balance in the gratitude. But that's what, it's what you said. It's being thankful for how, for what it, it brought us. up. Yes. 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 For what you allowed it to do in your life. there was a balance there. Because yes. so often, you know, you hear people just swing so far the other way. Yeah. But Absolutely. even in that, it, kinds of, it, it kind of gets us out of doing the hard work again. Because mm-hmm. if I just say, no, that was always meant to happen to me. And I'm yes. just so, up, oh, so thankful for it. It's kind of living in that, woo, you know, I'm just floating away into gratitude, but you're never dealing with the, <laughs> but I still have a lot of self-hatred coming up in my life, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so it's that, it's that fine line. You got to walk that fine line of going, I'm grateful for these parts and that, no, you know, and, and I, I don't despise it. I don't have negative energy towards it. Yeah. It is what, well, it's something you, that simply happened. Well, but you can, like I said before, you can easily sort things now. Mm-hmm. So you can yes. just say, this was wrong. I'm grateful for what this brought up, but I can still look, I, even though I look at people as gifts, situations as gifts, all this sort of stuff, it's not like I necessarily want that to happen again. Yeah, exactly. Or that I'm like, welcome to it all the time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I can also say that was a very toxic behavior that they had towards me. And maybe I do need to put up a boundary at some point or now or whatever. And I can just say, ah, you know what? That's just more of a waste of my energy than actually I've gone through, I've, I've dealt with what it brought up in me enough that I don't just need to like sit in it anymore, you know? And so I think gratitude does help you. It helps you sort things, Oh yes, you know, instead of like in those situations where something happens to you or someone does something that you feel, you know, towards you in a negative way. A lot of times what I see happens before we have that perspective and being able to sort things is all of a sudden we get sucked into that and then we become a part of this bigger chaos. Like, and all of a sudden when those things happen, all of a sudden we're in chaos and is it real? Is what they're saying true? And it's so chaotic and it's so like, who am I? Who are they? Where is this chaos, this pain, this hurt? But the gratitude, the work, the meditations, all of it makes me know exactly where I am in the moment. And I might get knocked down a little bit or like, you know, whatever, but I know where I stand because we've done the work. And like, even just talking about all of this so much, I'm getting so excited because I think if we realized how powerful 
we could feel by doing this work. I think this work, it's scary. It's unknown. It's, you know, it's, it's just, it's scary because we don't know if we're going to get lost in it. But when you do these things and have these practices and you're able to be grateful for what we've learned in pain and chaos, the type of person that you can become is unbelievable. You find this inner strength that you didn't know you can have. You have this feeling of being grounded when the storms of life are raging around you. There's a stillness inside of you. And it doesn't mean, like I said, that you don't get knocked down, that you don't get hurt, that you don't deal with things. But the coming back is so much quicker. I don't notice myself getting thrown into the storms as quickly now because I know who I am. I'm able to see people and I'm able to see myself. I'm able to have that separation. And the power that you can feel here is one of the greatest things that I never knew I could feel and I can't believe I'm actually living in it. Well, I feel like mom phrased it so well. I was texting um, my mom this morning and she's just dealing... Is everyone dealing with so much pain right now? I, I feel so. like it's it's yeah. crazy. We're living in crazy yeah. times yeah. right now. It's it's and so she was crazy. she was processing something this morning and and you know just sitting there and 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 dealing with this stuff and all of a sudden you know and for mom she was praying and she just suddenly she was like I'm so disappointed you know it was such a deep feeling of disappointment and all of a sudden she felt Marianne you can have disappointment but disappointment doesn't have to have you. And when she texted me that, I was like, mom, I'm using that. Because that, to me, sums up everything we're talking about. I can have pain, but pain doesn't have to have me. Pain doesn't get to call the shots. I can navigate through it. And gratitude is that grounding practice that allows you to go, my disappointment right now might be so feeling so overwhelming. And I can have it. I'm not denying that it's not there. I see it in my hands. I see it in my life. I, I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my mind. But it will not have me. It will not call the shots on what my days look like. And it will not call the shots on what my healing looks like. Or lack of healing. I am powerful. I will call the shots. But I will not deny that I do have pain. And gratitude is that beautiful grounding practice that allows you to have a negative or painful feeling without it having you. And I think a big thing too in gratitude is the actual practice of it is when you're looking at these different things. And like we said, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but it's it's not just like, I'm thankful for that cup. Right. It's like, okay, like in my body, what do I feel about this? What can I actually, and because fight or flight, which is kind of the biggest thing that we're combating in all these areas that is a very bodily thing. Like your vagus nerve actually triggers down into all of your organs and it causes it to go into overdrive. So it's not even something that's just a mental thing. It's such a bodily function. So we have to override it with another bodily energy. And so that's the whole idea of this within gratitude, making sure that you like go into your actual heart if you can. Yes. You know, and happen. It's taking it from your head, a thought, yes, and moving yes. it into your soul, yes. your heart, your feeling yes. system, your actual feeling yes. system. Because we, can, I can have a lot of thoughts about just whatever, yeah. and it's not going to change much. No, 
and it can just fly away. But if I just physically sit with it and kind of imagine what that feels like and imagine, you know, even something for maybe it's looking at the whole situation and still not being able to find what you're grateful for in that situation, but knowing that this is a season that I'm in right now. And I, I, a picture that I, that I thought of within seasons is that seasons don't stay. (laughs) So you might be in the winter, but you are actually, we're guaranteed the spring. And so to be even grateful that, you know what, I'm thankful that I'm in the winter because there is a replenishing that happens right now. There is a rest that happens right now, or there's a darkness that happens right now that has to happen so that spring can happen. And so knowing that, that there, even if that's the only thing that you can grasp onto is that, you know what, I'm right now, I'm just grateful that there is a new season ahead, you know? And so even I was thinking, uh, cause it is hard when this, when the situation's intense, yeah. it's very difficult to find what to be grateful for. And with this current situation I'm in, I, cu- I couldn't find what to be grateful for. And, and because I'm so used to that practice now, I was like, yeah. what can I even find? And I, in the beginning, probably the first few weeks I would same thing. I would f- try to pull it into my heart and go, yeah. what can I be grateful for? And I, for a while, I want to say for a few weeks, I said, I am grateful for what this will strengthen inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so I was actually, I couldn't tether into the present. I couldn't tether into the past. And so my version of gratitude in that moment was hope. Mm -hmm. And so I went, I'm grateful that I'm going to yield to this moment and I guarantee I will be a better person coming out of this. So for a while, my only gratitude was, I know there's going to be a spring. I know that this is a moment and I'm not going to drag it out. I have the tools to yield to it. I have the people that are going to help me and I'm grateful for what it is going to produce inside of me in my life and in turn that I can pour out to people around me. But because you're using that with gratitude, Mm -hmm. gratitude is still bringing that feeling of what you might have in the future into right now so you actually are being in the moment oh interesting yeah Yeah. so you are you still are you're not even going into the you're you're bringing that future Mm. maybe uh feeling or whatever um and being able to live in it within the moment I love that I didn't see it that way I like that yeah so I was in the present. So yes. A plus for me because all this is graded. Yes. In my mind, we all get graded. And even too, if you're looking for a practical way of doing things, there's so many things on like gratitude journals. Mm-hmm. There's so many things online that you can find. I know a lot of people that do that and a lot of people that even in this season with being in lockdown, with all of this stuff, I, I know a lot of you know friends of mine that I like keep a gratitude journal. They're like, it helped me with my depression. It helped me with being alone it helped me with this because I would find the things that I was grateful for in my day and so there's so many resources you even mentioned something today you said a lot of people have like gratitude buddies like have somebody say like a good practice is to find a person that you literally talk about the things that you're grateful for for two minutes a day and you both just go back and forth and go this is what I'm so grateful for in my day and like you have someone that keeps you accountable in gratitude even like little practices you don't have to start 
by yeah. this huge one that we're talking about of like the people that have hurt you be grateful but don't start there yeah. start some or, or do start there I don't know but you can start somewhere small like Lisa said I'm grateful for my bedroom yes. set like there's so many ways to start but know that once you start it's going to be the greatest feeling because one, yeah. it's re- literally releasing chemicals in your brain that yes. make you happier. Yes. You're creating new pathways in your brain, but then like your perspective changes. Mm-hmm. Things that seemed so heavy before, y- you can carry them a little bit lighter mm-hmm. with perspective. Because and I, I think you're slowly retapping back into your personal power. Absolutely. You're realizing once more, okay. I am more powerful than I realize. Yeah. Yeah. Little by little, it, that starts to, it's, a, it's that, that reminder starts yeah. to yeah. happen again. And this also helps, gratitude really does help with the healing process yeah. because it actually does help give you perspective on inside of you kind of where those triggers are even going off. Mm-hmm. Because like I think you were saying at the very beginning when you like, uh, when you are grateful for these different things, there's going to be things that are kind of like, no, I don't want to, I don't, yeah. whatever. And mm-hmm. if there's any type of pushback, you can then be like, ah, oh, I found you. Yes. You know? That's so true. And that's and so, so that's a great way to even possibly start into healing yes. is being like finding what you're grateful for and yeah. seeing where in your body you feel resistance, yes. you know? Because so. you'll notice it right away mm-hmm. when something in your mind goes, no, don't make me rewrite that story. Mm-hmm. Do not make me rewrite. I will not yeah. tell a new story around that. Right. And so you'll find that very quickly and you go, aha, I will start there. Yeah. Thank you. Like, And you exactly. just keep a note. Yep. I had a catch there today. I had a catch on that memory. I had a catch there. And you just, again, you observe, you become a student, and then you kind of know yes. Where to start. And you can go into meditation and all this too. There's like right. gratitude meditations. Oh, There's yeah. all of that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's really, really good. all unto us being our most powerful selves. That's right. That lead with compassion and love. Like we're it's being rooted and grounded in love and, and compassion and yeah. thinking the best. Right. But yeah. also becoming a whole person. Yeah. Dealing with all of these things. But and it's, in the process of healing, and you hit on it earlier, even if you start your practice with gratitude towards yourself, yeah, yes. sometimes yep. that's the hardest place. For me, that was the hardest place to start. Yep. Absolutely. So my gratitude practice started in my teen years when I had eating disorders. Yeah. So before I could be grateful for anything around me, I had a 10-year gratitude practice for myself, yeah. for my face. And, you know, like my height and how I looked and taking away the power I had given to self-hatred and restoring the power I have for Mm self-love, that gratitude practice is the only thing that really, really got me there. Yes, I did sessions. Yes, I did all that other stuff. But like meditating in gratitude is what got me out of that cycle and being grateful for myself. Yeah. That was one of the most offensive things I had to learn to be grateful for. Oh, I, and that's this year specifically is the one of the biggest things that I've been really working on and it has 100% transformed how I see myself. Right. I, I literally went from very much questioning myself, very much, you know, not sure where I, you know, like 
just because there was a lot of there was a lot of pushback, a lot of rejection in a, uh, for years and and not like kind of a, a reaffirmation of yeah. the things that maybe I liked about myself. Yes. So I like kind of question all those areas. And I just spent time this year like looking over everything, all my personality traits, my body, just everything. Yeah. And it was like that it hit this point probably – I would say mid-year, maybe earlier this year, where I it hit. I was like, I really like myself. Wow! I really like. It was like overwhelming, but it was because I started looking over and acknowledging, and I was like, Wow! I'm I love this, and oh my gosh! Like, I'm thankful for my legs, you know, and all this, and I, I I like the areas that I've really despised. Mm -hmm. I all of a sudden even in the place that like I'm not necessarily maybe where I want to be with my body or something like sure. that but all of a sudden I have more love for it yes. than even when I was skinnier that, right? you know and self-love is the most important yeah. that is the top thing yes. the most important thing yeah that I believe we can get to right through practicing yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah, right. I love it so gratitude obviously we could go on and on <laughs> about this subject but I'm grateful for you too. I'm grateful for oh, this podcast. I'm grateful Me for too. you guys. I'm grateful, grateful for that we have talked about doing a project together for about 15 years. Yeah. yeah. And here we are. Here yeah. we are. So Sarah and so, I probably talked about so it since thankful. we were like four. Yeah. Like, you know, like, let's do something together. And I'm grateful you two finally let me into this. <laughs> this? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for everybody that's listening and yes. watching, you guys. I just... Yeah. I don't know. We yeah. love you guys. Yeah. Thank yes. you for connecting with us and listening to us. And being and a part of the conversation. I know. Until next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.